Welcome to the Film 7 Podcast. And this week we have a special review, discussion, whatever you want to call it, of the much, very anticipated Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And of course, as always, I've got with me Andy. How you doing, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. We've been following this film since January. Every major since story. Since the beginning, yeah. Yeah, every major story on this film, we've been reporting on it in our normal podcast episodes, haven't we? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird that we're, we're finally here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, flown by and it's also taken forever. But yep. It's um it's it's been an, an emotional week in general you know as me being a lifelong Star Wars fan and you as well Andy you know to see this uh story come to a close you know obviously we'll give our thoughts about it in a second but regardless of what I think good bad or mixed it's still a Star Wars movie and it's still always going to fill us with so much emotions and questions and you know and just the themes that this movie brings is just why we love this franchise so mm-hmm. uh so yeah, um, like I said, it's yeah been very emotional. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole Sk- Skywalker, the whole Star Wars has, up until Mandalorian came out, has been a Skywalker story. Mm-hmm. And that's been for 40-something years. 42 years. 42 years. So if a kid was born when Star Wars was released, he's married with kids, he has a house by now, that's how long that time, how, you know, how much time has passed since it came out. So it's just, it was a bit emotional, like just to see it, to believe all of that is coming to an end. So the whole Skywalker thing is done. Anything that isn't said now wasn't said. Mm-hmm. You know, every theory that wasn't explored will not be explored. Like, you know, this is it. This is the end of the story. Everything else we get from Skywars, from Star Wars, I say Skywars, from Star Wars, here on now will be new stuff it will have nothing to do nothing directly to do with the Skywalker. skywalkers so yeah. it, it's emotional that that chapter is closing and um yeah especially when we're seeing the trailers the way they mashed up the past and the present and i know you know get i don't want to get into controversies yet but you know it was just i liked when the trailers first came out i liked how you know we ryan johnson ryan johnson who was the director of the last, the last Jedi, Jedi yeah. was saying forget the past you know let go of the past you know and people were saying that that's the message that he was passing to the fans that let go of the past forget the whole 40 years of lore that we've had and let's go on to something new and I think the trailers of The Last Jedi or sorry of The Rise of Skywalker were saying no we're not going to forget the past we the past is what makes the future you know so the trailers it was just interesting to see that the trailers matched the past and the present and the future so i really liked it so i was really excited of the new you know even though it was ending there was a lot of emotion to it that ah, it's just coming to an end but i was really kind of looking forward to it mainly because um it's a star wars it's a star wars film but you know just didn't like the way the taste the bitter taste that um, the Last Jedi had yeah, with you, yeah. left on me and the community. You know, even you as a someone who loved it, it still left a bitter taste. You still just didn't like what you were seeing. No, no, I disagree. I, I liked everything I saw. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, you, with the reaction, the, oh, what was yeah, happening yeah, the, offline, yeah, 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 online, outside of the film, outside of the film, you didn't yeah. like that. So it's not just it didn't affect it's, just it's us been, that didn't like it. Yeah, it's been. It's been a very interesting two years as a Star Wars fan. 
you know, because up until that point, it was all, you know, roses and daisies yeah. uh, since uh, Disney acquired Lucasfilm. Uh, but then it saw, you know, it went sort of, you know, off the rails a bit and it was quite div divisive. Um, uh, it, you know, you, you see pockets of where it, it's, it's very split. It's very much like you love The Last Jedi or it's just, it's just not for you at all. Like, yeah. Um, uh, there is a there is a small percentage of people just like it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, those are like, you know those. But then again, the way I look at it is like, I, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of style, most Star Wars films are, are divisive in some way or another because you just can't please everyone. Everyone has their own version of what Star Wars is. Um, but you normally normally usually arrive at sort of a consensus of what the feeling is, mm -hmm. even though there will always be. I mean. The Mandalorian, we love it. Like most people I know love it, but you will still find people who don't love it. But yeah. the general consensus is people you, are enjoying it. People yeah. are enjoying it. So yeah, even though Star Wars does that, but like the general consensus around the prequels mm -hmm. where it wasn't so good. Yeah. That's general, but I loved it. Mm -hmm. But the general vibe. So you kind of get a general vibe when a film comes out, what it is. Yeah, what it is. And um the last of the all that all those that came in this new era. This Force Awakens, Rogue One, then The Last Jedi. You know, of those three films, you can tell that The Last Jedi received a lot of more negative attention mm -hmm. than the previous two. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. As, 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 on the fan side, mainly, because, yeah. you know, going into The Last Jedi, it came out with... Uh, the critics loved it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you know, I don't look, really look at, pay attention to this, but, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 92% critic score. So the critics absolutely love it. So everyone was like, yeah, let's, let's go into this. But then the audience was completely split. Mm -hmm. It was completely split. And now we're, we're sort of, let's, I think that's a perfect transition to go into The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. I had no idea what the critics were saying because I had switched off from social media um, to, you know, stay away from spoilers. And just in general, I just didn't want to see what was happening and there was also I was just nervous and not so much nervous for the film but what was going to happen after mm. after the film's released and what the reception's going to be like that was what I was most nervous about uh, I saw the film I'll uh, um, you know I'll speak my views on it in a minute but then soon after that I go okay I'll go online now and it seems very much like The Last Jedi but now it's more the critics it's very split Mm -hmm. on this movie yeah. uh, on the ice i've seen people who love it and i've also seen some people like eh, kind of underwhelming and disappointing yeah so with that andy let's let's start with you so general thoughts about this movie the rise of skywalker specifically this movie itself right so i'm going to talk about the film obviously we've spoken about what our mindsets were before we went in and so i went in to watch this movie and yeah come out of it and to be honest um so the first thing is i didn't hate the movie i didn't hate it i hated the last jedi you know that's it's not even so i didn't hate it so that's positive but i didn't love it so i just liked it i know it's a lot of um pronouns or adverbs or whatever they had to throw around but i just didn't hate it but i didn't love it it, it, it was just somewhere there. in the middle yeah. it was just somewhere in the middle it was just good it was good there were so many things wrong with this film and most of it is partly because the film tried was trying to correct what i 
consider the errors of the last jedi because of the negative hit that that film so the film was trying to do that it was trying to correct the problems of the last jedi but at the same time it was trying to say thank you to the fans for sticking with us for 40 years and at the same time it was trying to conclude the story and at the same time it was trying to tell the story it had so a lot to do. it had a lot to do jj abrahams had a lot to do in this film you know so he was never going to please everybody you know if it was possible my advice to them would have been to do what um marvel did which split the finale into two films so you know how marvel split endgame into two yeah if it was left to me what they should have done was split the last film into two films not there is nothing stopping them from doing that i think and it would have been good if it ended with a round number episode 10 you know i i see what you mean although it sort of goes against because george has already jaws had jaws george had always imagined uh he said nine movies uh, three three act screenplays mm. so the nine sort of makes sense what i will say what i will sort of agree with you and, I, and I'll, I'll talk about this a bit more in depth when I go into my thoughts, is that as much as I love The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I think J.J. should have just done all three films. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And I'll come to that when I'm be- talking be- about... Because, lo- because he had to... I, I disagree with you. I don't think he had to correct anything Ryan did. He had to just expand upon what he did. And maybe some of those... Well, he's, he's come out and said it. Some of the choices that Ryan did, he wouldn't have done. So which is, it's fair enough, you know, different filmmakers are going to do different things. So, but if he had done, so I, I feel as if like maybe this movie uh, was trying to maybe cram things that should have been in a, like if JJ had done the second movie, some of the elements in this movie should have gone in there. You, you know, you yeah. see what I'm trying to I, say? I, I'll let you carry on. No, now. I totally 100% agree with you. Like there were things in this film that belonged to The Last Jedi. Like, and I'll just give you an example, race training. You know, I, I said this to you offline earlier. Like, if you took this film, like, when you have a trilogy, you, you normally have a beginning, a middle, and an end. If each, each edition should be a segue into the other one. You know, it should build upon the other one. This film was more a build up on the first than it was on The Last Jedi. I think if you watch the the um the force awakens and you omit you do not watch the last jedi then you watch um the rise of skywalker you do not miss anything in the story in the grand scheme of things in the story you will not miss anything there is nothing significant that happened in the last jedi that played a significant role in the force awakens you could say well luke skywalker yeah but luke wasn't available in force awakens he was still no one knew he was he where he was, so he might have he might have as well been dead. So Luke was there when the Force Awakens ended. Ray was an untrained person who was Force sensitive that didn't know who she was. When we open up in the last um, this film, we see the same thing. Ray is still the same person. Finn is still the same person. He is still this stormtrooper that rebelled that is just helping raise just i don't know what he is if he's raised wingman or just trying to do something you know there were a lot of theories about who he might be but still who he was at the end of the first was still the same person poe Layla. 
everything the empire layer. layer sorry everything about how the force awakens ended is exactly how um the other film up um, open so that just tells me that the last jedi was inconsequential there, but because of what had happened there there were just some things that ajj had to include include i give you an example that training sequence in the first episode where layla was training um was training ray? ray on the use of the force that's something that should have been apportioned to luke it would have made more sense if they took that scene and put it in the last jedi and just forgot about this um that they went to look for the key maker because that whole key maker thing didn't make sense they could have used that in the last jedi now i still don't see a point and i said maybe you know i, I mentioned this to you before i saw um, the rise of skywalker and we we ended this conversation with we shall see i and i said to you i still don't see the point of finn what is he there for what was he there for yeah a stormtrooper that rebelled yes yeah, so of course stormtroopers rebelled yeah uh-huh like there was nothing at the end of the force awakens and here's the the sad thing about this whole trilogy i know we're talking about the um the, um, the, the, the sad thing about trilogy is when the first movie came out jj abraham set it up so well he set everything up people were bringing up theories and all of that of who finn could be and all of that but all of that expectation nothing came of it even the rose tickle that we thought that maybe there was a romantic relationship in the in force awake i'm um, sorry the rise in the rise of skywalker they don't even talk about it they're just like strangers and i'm like did did you not even see that like they didn't even share that you know that romantic thing they had yeah but i already know that that's not a thing because i'll, I'll go into that in my yeah, thoughts because yeah. there, there's a book resistance reborn that came that bridges the gap between last jedi and night and Rise Skywalker that talks about that situation. Yeah, so, and which is fine, but this is because it has been a year. Yeah, so. but this is a trilogy. Like it, it could have been. I mean, they just didn't even address that. They didn't even talk about. And what is it with? Okay, so th- that's one thing about the film. It just the, the trilogy seemed all over the place, and I personally I apportion most of that to the last jedi because at the end of the force awakens there was a lot of optimism there was a lot of story to tell and that's what you do in the first installment you you open it up and be like yo there was a lot of story to tell um this guy johnson came on and said i'm not even going to tell any of that and i'll take us around this new path that nobody was ready to go so jj had to stare us back and i think that affected the film now beyond that another problem i had with this film was that it was it just felt a bit too shallow too many what i call i know you don't like this term what i call lazy writing the the there was there's this term deus ex machina the acts of god there were just too many acts of god things were happening too conveniently for they're good guys and too bad for the bad guys and that's just you you know you that's what you'd expect in if you asked a stu- film student to write it the good thing the good guys will always win but you're not at this level you expect a bit of depth like that time they were being chased in the speed is this a spoiler review yes I okay think we sorry. should have sort of mentioned that at the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah so okay so that time they were being chased in the speeders in the desert and they got knocked off their bikes how convenient was it that they landed in the pit 
the exact same pit that had this worm and Rey somehow magically comes up in the show without any Jedi training. Remember in the other films they've already told us how difficult it was that even it even um what's Palpatine's master's name again? Uh, Plagueis. Yes, even Plagueis was 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 dabbling into this thing about um, life, um, creating life, creating life from metachlorians. Mm-hmm. It was a very hard thing to do, mm-hmm. and somehow Ray, without any Jedi training, is able to heal people. Mm-hmm. So that, that, so it's that's a different force power to creating life. So as she explained, she's passing some of her life essence onto the creature. But that's I can ima- that thing with the it's force. It, it is it's a known Jedi no, law thing. It's a known thing, but the problem is, you know nobody has a problem, and this has been the problem with Ray. I think Ray throughout this trilogy was poorly handled, and I, one of the problems with Ray's character is she seems to be a bit of a Mary Sue. She just has everything without working for it nothing is earned it's just she just can heal how convenient is it that she can heal people how convenient is it like when she fell into the shallow pit the worm had to be injured had to be wounded at the time she was there and she conveniently has the ability to heal and he was conveniently blocking the hole and the knife was conveniently placed for them to find it there Mm. You know, such acts uh, were just, it just diminished every stake. It just, you you know, it just diminished the, it just diminished everything. It diminished the hard work. Because we always knew, uh, Ray has a secret power. She can just whip up a secret power from somewhere and just solve this problem. You know, and, and so that was one of the problems I had with. And it's not just that in the sand pit. It was as Ray, why is it that as Ray was about to be stabbed with a lightsaber by... Um, Kylo. That was the same time that his mom was making a connection. Everything was just so convenient for Rey. It's not bad enough that all her powers were just bestowed on her. Everybody else in the entire universe, even Anakin Skywalker, who was the most powerful Jedi that ever lived, had to go through training in order to understand how the Force should be used. But Rey somehow has just magically appeared with this. And then it's, it's bad enough that she has all that power. Everything is just working out for her. So, which brings me to... The, so that was very hard to watch and hard to believe because that's not how good stories are written. Mm-hmm. Then to make it now worse, it's just... Um, there's, there are a number of unsloved point things where just... Th- a lot of things were just inconsistent in the film and um like i said um things happening for ray at um at the right time it was that was just it just made it unbelievable and the fact that at some point i just felt there was no longer a consequence there was no, the concept of consequence was gone and consequence is a very important thing you need to put when you're giving people abilities you need to or when you're creating a universe or when you're creating good versus evil or creating characters you need to or a believable universe you need to make sure that there are consequences for your actions if you do something that's why game of thrones became what it came because everybody in game of thrones was like this is not a show where the good guys always win if the good guy is lazy or the good guy is foolish he's gonna have, have, have his head chopped off and that was where everybody started taking game of thrones serious the fact that there was consequence but in this ep- installment of star wars there was no consequence you get stabbed ray will heal you you get thrown off your bike you will land in the right place this happens to you that will happen to you it was all too 
easy and that just took me away from believing that this was meant for me you know and so and and there were just in addition to that there were just a lot of unsolved plot points for example that finn thing what did finn want to say to ray i'll get into my thoughts about finn a bit later yeah but okay so okay so that wasn't resolved finn clearly said oh hey i want to tell you something and that never happened and i was like really why brought it up why did they bring it up in the first place this was supposed to be the end of it there weren't supposed to be any cliffhangers there weren't supposed to be any oh maybe they'll do another film somewhere or something this was supposed to be the end of the chapter let it go so don't when you're coming to the defense don't be like yo there is maybe they won't explore a love thing nah it's it had to be closed in this chapter you know and um so the um solve plot points and all that and finally in in um this is something i thought um it, it, they would solve in this film it was the the jokes the timing of the jokes nobody has a problem with putting jokes marvel does it all the time it's just the timing of it there were some times when the stakes were quite high and something bad was really you know this is a serious moment and they would just interject the joke the last jedi was riddled with that and a lot of people complained and i thought jj with all his experience would kind of not do that but there was a lot still a not as much in last jedi but there was still a lot of that in this film it was like at a time when you're like okay so when snoke when this guy hawks was revealed himself to Mm -hmm. be the the so like i am the spy and it's like what it was just too comical mm-hmm. i told you or he was like i told you i knew it that was just too comical and that's just such a serious moment and general hawks like see the way that he ended up this is a guy we had been seeing from the very first episode and he just ended up like a comedy you he know? went out like a punk yeah like a punk just yeah psh, was like a joke mm-hmm. you know and it just the whole thing see the film seemed a bit too predicted you could predict it like that scene where i don't know where ray goes in and he went in and there was a, like a round table discussion and they were discussing strategy mm-hmm. tell me when that scene started you didn't know that it was a setup for ray for sorry for kylo to use his force pass to choke somebody immediately that scene was set up did you not know that that was going to happen uh, well, yeah, it's an homage to Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah to Darth Vader Air, and Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you just knew that was going to happen. Like, so I kind of think like it, the film was filled with that, and I understand the fan service part of it. But I feel the film at some points was becoming because there were no consequ- there was no longer consequences. There were jokes everywhere. The film sort of became like a joke. Like Finn was now making innuendo jokes like really in the middle of a battle for the fate of the universe you were making innuendo jokes like come on man so it was so that was like and there were a lot of things flimsy little little things that you know jj has the experience to correct I mean, you just see those things happening and you're like yeah it's just a shame so i don't hate it because of these things are you sure because you've been going on about negative for quite a while do you have anything good to say about it oh man yes i mean i this film i mean this film if there was any film in the history of films of all films that have ever been made if there was ever a film that was should be made for fan service 
this was the one you know this was the one not just star wars but this particular film the last star wars film in the skywalker episode and this film delivered on that you know the fan service to me i it was a bit on the nose but yeah we deserve all of that we've been with star wars for 40 not me but we've been in star wars for 40 years you know so they deserve the fan service and i think that was done very well the, the cinematography was really good it looked really good like the cgi palpatine palpatine I, you know i i love palpatine like the, my favorite part of the film was when palpatine unleashed the force on all the all danger fingers yeah. yeah that was my favorite part of it and i loved how that was done you know i, I do i did like palpatine you know not so much a few things about it but i just liked how he was presented the power and how he was moving with those arms from the sky and all that the cinematography and the cgi the special effects was amazing and the soundtrack was really good as well john williams yeah it was it felt very soundtrack sorry it felt very um, um star wars so there were a lot of things and by no means all these criticisms which i hope have been constructive they are by no means like saying this is a terrible movie it's not terrible it's not the last in all these things are my opinion in the last jedi to me was terrible this was not terrible it was good it just wasn't great and we so wanted it to be great because of what it represented so yeah cool a lot to take in yeah there's a lot to take in on and on and on so yeah um my thoughts um similar wavelength to you in terms of that it was good but it wasn't great uh kind of kind of hoped for more uh don't like using the word expecting but i hoped for for a bit more but we didn't get it and it is what it is but there's at the end of the day i have my criticisms about this film and i'll go into those criticisms but it's still a star wars film for me and there's still so much to take from it which i really like and i've got a list of sort of the the things that came out to me as in like the big things of this film which uh you can sort of i think there's good and bad elements of both of them so i think number one for me and this is the through line throughout the entire sequel trilogy is the relationship between ray and kylo uh, from The Force Awakens, when they first connected in that interrogation room. I just love the relationship they've got. It's something we haven't quite seen in Star Wars before, uh, and it's more explained in this movie that I believe it's called A Dyad of the Force, uh, which Palpatine also says that this hasn't happened in generations. So it's a really interesting uh, sort of connection they have, this bond that's so so powerful what is it like space and time doesn't exist between them they it's, it's not quite explained but then again i kind of like that because i like the force i don't like the force being explained, a, explained and it being too scientific mm. i like it being a sense of mystery mm. and i like that it's just it's pretty much just there there's a connection and i think that's all you really need to know but then the fact that this connection is so strong uh, so from The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi, like you all know I love The Last Jedi and I, I love where Ryan Johnson took these characters. I think it challenged them. And I think uh, I disagree with you on the thing that it's course. I In some sense, yes, I think JJ is trying to, from, in his sense, pedal back to where he was trying to go to. But I also think he took what Ryan did and also expanded upon it. And one element was this relationship between 
Rey and Kylo with the, as I call it, the Force Skype. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like the new interaction that, you know, he can physically take stuff like when he takes the, the necklace off her and they can actually have fights through that, which I thought was absolutely fascinating. So their relationship together it is amazing. And I also think this film is, I think it's arguably the best acted Star Wars film. The best like the, the, the of performance. the performances from Daisy Ridley, from Adam Driver. You mean of the trilogy or of Star Wars in general? Uh, well, of this trilogy. Of the trilogy, and, and, certainly. Uh, uh, arguably, the whole Star Wars in general, apart from obviously there's some great, you know, in the, the original trilogy. Um, but yeah, the performances between them two, it's just so believable. And I'm just totally invested in these characters. Um, I like to talk about Ray's journey. Now, I will sort of disagree with you in the sense that I don't think she's a Mary Sue. I think she has. I think it was pretty much the way I looked at it. It was established her days on Jakku have sort of she's had to sort of she's had a hard life. She's had to fight. She knows how to fight. She can handle herself. So that's why when it comes to like the technical aspects of the physicality of it, I'm in I'm sort of in on her being there um, in really in start in relation to the force journey sort of thing in some aspects i do think it is heightened but i also think it's very similar to luke's story in the original trilogy where the force awakened in a new hope in luke but he didn't really do anything um uh, it was the empire strikes back where he learned a bit more about the force with yoda teaching him and stuff like that but really he still didn't really spend a lot of time with kenobi or yoda uh, and it's really in the time between Empire and Return of the Jedi where he's really much on his own, but he's sort of, at that point, become the Jedi. Now, I will agree that maybe some of the training we saw in The Rise of Skywalker could have, you could have had that in The Last Jedi. Completely agree with that. Uh, but, you know, JJ wanted to do that. Just, she wanted to show her training. And I do like the fact that Leia is her master now, because who else is she going to... At, by the end of the Last Jedi, she's Rey is a bit more confident in herself, but she still has, she still is trying to find her place in this story, sort of thing. Especially after Kylo dropped the bomb that she's a nobody. Do you know what I mean? So I like it makes sense that Leia would be there to guide her through this next, the, the last leg of her journey, sort of thing. So I, I like into that essence. I like Rey's story. So the big reveal, though. So, you know, Palpatine. She is Ray Palpatine. Now, I'm I'm half half with this one because on one hand, um, this is not like to toot my own home, but I I kind of I I always had a thing. I you know I said that I think she's tied to Palpatine in some way. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, and I think that, and I said that's probably an element why she's so powerful. Um, I didn't. It didn't quite sit with me that she was a direct descendant. Do you know? Do you like blood related? Mm -hmm. I. I was. I thought it would have been more interesting if he had sort of created her or something like that, like with genes, because you know it's all. It's even said in the film the Sith like experimenting with all sorts of weird stuff, and mm -hmm. we know in canon Palpatine likes doing weird stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But she was a direct descendant, so it leaves the question: Wait, Palpatine had a child himself who who then got married and had ray so that there was a bit of exposition there that i wanted a bit more clarity on it was sort of just thrown so like she's a palpatine mm -hmm. so i was a bit like okay uh, okay okay like, yeah like just i didn't the execution of it 
I didn't like the idea that she's a Palpatine. I think on paper is good. I don't think the execution was done very. I don't think it was handled very well. Um, I do think, though, it still plays on the fact of Kylo's uh, uh, thing in the Last Jedi, where he tells Rey that her parents are nobody. There's a bit of contra. We talked about this yeah. before we started shooting. There's a bit of contradiction in this film mm-hmm. about that now. In the very first opening scene, which I think is a very good opening scene. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Kylo coming down to Exegol is the, the new Sith planet. And he, we see Palpatine for the first time. Um, where he says to Palpatine, says to Kylo, you know, she is, she's, don't underestimate, she's not who you think she is. Mm-hmm. So yes. implying that Kylo still thinks she's a nobody. And then he says, who, who is she? Right, right. So, she, because, so you're saying that because he said you're not who she thinks she is. Yeah. So, and right. then Palpatine tells yeah, t- okay. t- 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 tells him that she's a Palpatine. But then we go, you, po- you pointed out, and there's another scene where he says, I didn't tell you at that time because I didn't want you to know the full... I can't, I'm paraphrasing, yes. but something like that. Mm-hmm. So then when you pointed to that, I was like, ah, so there's a bit of contradiction in this film mm-hmm. to the events of The Last Jedi. So I'm a bit... I don't know. Yeah, because it, like yeah, it's just he said it to her. I told you they were nobody. Yeah, it's the it's the reveal where he tells her you're a Palpatine. Yeah. Exactly because, so th- there is a bit of confusion. There, yeah. it's not just that. There is some things that are just a bit, a bit like yeah, just didn't quite fit. Mm. Yeah, so that's where I was sort of struggling with. Um, but I do like throughout I I throughout the movie I do think Ray had a fun journey. Um, I thought the moment where she's pulling the uh, the, the transport yeah. and then the, the eventually when Kylo's there and the lightning comes out, that was, I thought that was an awesome moment. And that caught me totally off guard. Yeah. And I genuinely thought they had me with Chewie, with Chewbacca. I thought, you better not have done me dirty <laughs> because if that's how Chewie goes out, like I'll be, I'll be storming out. But they, I, I wish they had left it that way. That, I don't think that would have been an honorable death for Chewie, but whatever. But the moment itself with Ray, awesome. So I, I'm overall happy with Ray's journey, but just the execution of her reveal and stuff in this movie could have been better for me. I think that's um, forced lightning thing. I think it should have been done at least just once, hinted at in The Last Jedi. Well, yeah. Just, just hinted at yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think in The Last Jedi, it's hinted at uh, metaphor- way, metaphorically yeah. that yeah. she can be, you know, because yeah. remember it, when Luke's training her he, uh, when he's doing the monologue and she says there's a dark place and he says you went straight to the dark no mm-hmm. questions asked yeah. Yeah, exactly. so it's so very it's instinctive for her to go to the dark yeah but I mean that which one, now makes sense why yeah but you mean you could say that one was like the dark would always pull you the same way yeah. the light would always pull you yeah but, but the fact that she went like Luke says you went straight, straight there the, I mean yeah it, it was shortcuts, a subtle, yeah, yeah. yeah you mean I didn't even pick it up but yeah. Now it makes sense, like you said. Yeah, but that, if they're just done a little bit, because everybody knows the Jedi do not do Force Lightning. So if just a little... Just a Sith thing. It's just a Sith thing. So if a little spark had just happened, huh, it may have just might, been... It might have been a bit too on the nose, though, if the spark. Because then you instantly would have, oh, Sith. Yeah, but we, if it was done well, yeah. subtly, we would yeah. have been like... Because the idea is, Ray is in the light side but there is a bit of darkness in him mm-hmm. in her mm-hmm. and yeah Ray and um, same with kylo kylo is on the dark side but there's a bit of light in him and mm. that which would have given more credence to mm-hmm. that fact oh it's a spoiler right that final battle yeah it's a spoiler since we're talking spoilers. yeah so it's uh, giving more credence to that final battle mm-hmm. where you see that real 
conflict mm -hmm. come to the surface. Yeah. You know, I think if they had just in, all of that was crammed into it's one movie. It's a bit movie. crammed, yeah. yeah. Although, uh, I will again disagree with you on the fact of the the sort of force healing powers. I, I liked that. I liked, like, and for me, because she's had Yusea reading the books, the ancient Jedi texts, why wouldn't she have maybe picked up this trick inside the books, you know, and just really practice? Why not? So, I mean, it, it didn't throw me off at all. It just, mm. and as uh, I can't spoil it for people who haven't watched The Mandalorian, but there was something that happened in The Mandalorian uh, that sort of relates to what happens in The Rise of Skywalker with the Force healing that made me less a bit like, ah, okay. No, I'm not, I don't have a problem with her having the ability. I'm just saying she didn't earn it. She okay, just, yeah, yeah. For me, like her journey, she's earned it. Like, just, just, and I've also been, you know, I, I get it. People don't have to go into the, the other sides of canon to get more information. I totally get it. You don't have to read the books to get the full picture. Yeah. I totally get it. But it does help. It, it does. It, you, you, it does help when you read like the like because there's been like the rise, the journey to the rise of Skywalker, or the books and comics, with little stories leading up to this. So you get a bit more of what's going on with Ray and all the other people. Yeah, because I found it odd that she was having, sort out from nowhere, she was having a problem with Poe, and I'm like, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. And it was resolved in the next scene. You know, because she was... I, yeah. So, yeah. I, first of all, I was like, where did this come from? Are we? Is this where we're going? That, okay, maybe this entire film will be about um, po, Ray, asking Ray to choose between the Force or the Rebellion, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I thought that was where the film was going. But suddenly, in the next scene, that whole argument was resolved. And I'm like, why did you even bring it up in the mm -hmm. first place? didn't need to be there yeah but you're telling me that there if i had read some of the other sources or source material not source material if i had read some of the other material i may have made more yeah. sense to me yeah it was. And, and this is this is what i mean i don't expect people to do that you know they shouldn't have to do that and i totally get that but you know there's only so much you can cram in this movie you know and there's you know could it have been a three-hour movie it could have it might have helped but you know, I'm. That would be hypocritical of me because I'm always saying, you know, just make the movie that you think is best to make, and the cut it is. That's fine. Um, but okay, leading on to what we just we were just talking about, another actual thing I really like is I like the trio together in this one, Ray, Poe, and Finn. I, yeah. you know, because we yeah. we haven't got that in the previous two movies, so it was really nice to see the big three because we we've always had a big three in every Star Wars uh, sort of trilogy mm -hmm. uh, but this is the first time we actually got to see them together so i really liked the relationship and the banter and the the sort of argument you were sort of talking about i liked that i thought i thought of it more as friendly banter much like leia and han were always so sort of at each other's throats in the empire strikes back and return of the jedi yeah but it, it needs to go somewhere yeah it, it just you, you can't just make people friends just for the sake of it it needs to move the story forward mm. so that friendship there has to be something about it, like yeah, Leia. But that's and what I mean. I, I I did get that. I I got the vibe that these guys for the last year they've been working together, doing all these missions. But as of late, you know, Poe was like he's saying, "No, we need you out there, not here training," sort mm -hmm. of thing. So. Yeah. So I was surprised when that thing because it was still in the first act and the first yeah, act yeah, is yeah. where you define everything There's a lot happens in the first act yeah, exactly yeah. that's why you tell the people watching this is what the film is about mm -hmm. so when that conflict was introduced where Pooh was 
having a, a go at Ray. I said, okay, this is interesting. I, I, you know, because they got along quite well in the other two films. So I was like, okay, is this where we're going? Well, that's the thing. We haven't seen them together. They've only had one scene, and that was at the very end of The Last Jedi. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. you wouldn't associate... Yeah, that's true, now that I think about it. They have, they've never had a scene they've together. They've never really... But you can't... It wasn't like... There was nothing hinted that these two would have a problem. Yeah. Because they both believed in the same thing. They had the same enemy. So when that conflict was introduced, I was like, oh, wow, okay, is this where we're going with this film? But like I said, mm -hmm. it was easily... Um, resolved and I was like why did they bring it up in the first place mm. and that time could have been used to give I, t I totally know what you mean yeah. uh, I, I just think again for story purposes you just got to keep the story moving forward okay uh, I thought f for, for time reasons I thought I totally know what you mean they could have expanded upon that there might be another deleted scene out there you know what I mean but for story's sake you got to keep especially this movie where this movie I also found the pacing was very quick you sort of, you're like, okay, we're here now. Okay, we're here now. Okay, we're here. And it so moves very quick. It reminded me very much of episode four, where that movie is, you know, George is taking you through that, like, let's go. Like, <laughs> like let's get into the meat of the story. Because at the time, George, that, he's like, I got to get as much yeah. of it as been as possible. I don't know if I can make another one. I still feel, I still think this, this, it would have survived if they broke it into two. You yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have agreed with that. But uh, I go back to my point that I think maybe overall, JJ could have handled the trilogy. Speaking but of overall, are you still... Re do you want us... you still talking your thoughts on yeah, the film? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. Yeah, because I want to like sort of back and forth. I've got like these these sort of topics. Like, because like with the, the the trio, we were sort of talking about that. I want to get into Finn. Yes. Because you you've already spoken about you're yes. not happy with Finn's character. I'm I'm half-half with the character of Finn. Um, I loved him in The Force Awakens. Wait, it's not like I'm not happy. I don't see the point the of po him. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I loved him in The Force Awakens. I thought there was a new type of character to focus on. We've never seen a stormtrooper rebel, you know, desert the, well, at this point, the First Order, but like the Empire and sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that angle. And, you know, for me, his story in The Force Awakens is that he's never had anyone who's cared about him because he's just been a number his entire life. When he meets Ray, that is the first intimate con uh, connection he's had with someone. Mm. So his through line for The Force Awakens is where's Ray? Save Ray. Be by Ray. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In The Last Jedi, it was, it, it, I agree with you, that was, I love The Last Jedi, but that was one of the weaker points for me in The Last Jedi was Finn's storyline. Uh, it didn't seem to quite be executed as well as I hoped so. It was sort of like he's still trying to find himself. So I'll, I'll in that sense, the, but in this one, I actually liked Finn's journey because by the beginning of the film, I got the sense of like, he's grown out of that. He seems confident in himself. John Boyega, the, the way he delivered his performance, his body posture, the way he spoke his lines. He just seems Finn was much more confident and he was committed to the cause of the resistance. He sort of knew what he had to do, sort of thing. Yeah, but why do? Why is that needed in the story? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I, it's fine. That's the story they've told. He came, he saw, and he knew, you know, that's right. Although in the first hour, they hinted that there was more to Finn. Yes. That was the problem. So, and I think it gets played on a lot more in here. I think I'm. I'm going to go out on a limb in my head canon and think that Finn is force sensitive. 
because throughout the rise of Skywalker, there was couple. Remember when he when he felt that mm -hmm. Ray had died? Yes. Oops. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, she's not actually dead. Yeah, but, but and there's and and then when they said when the 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 transmission changed from the the outpost thing to the ship, mm -hmm. and he said it's over there, it's over there. And like, how do you know? He's like, I feel it. Yeah, but okay. So so, first so yeah, JJ's implying, but it, when it's never revealed. Yeah, yeah, but this was supposed to be the conclusion. You see, that's the problem. That's that's that, another issue I have. Yeah. So so you know, this was supposed to be. This is it. There wasn't supposed to be, oh, maybe there will be a Finn series where they discuss it. Like that last, um, in the last um, final cuts, where they had, uh, what's his name? Mando. Um, who gave who gave the Millennium Falcon? Uh, the original owner of the Millennium Falcon. Lando. Lando, yes, Lando. Yeah, yeah. So when Lando was sat there with this young lady, and she said, um, "Oh, Jana, yeah, yeah, yeah," she said, "Let's find out." That was left ambiguous. Wasn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. The film was left with all these JJ things that you're like, "Oh, is are they going to do a series here, no. or is this going to be that?" And we know that's not going to be the case because, but this was supposed to end. It's sort of like when wrap you, it up, wrap basically. it up. Yeah. When you go to a shop and they have a queue, and it's almost close time, they normally shut the mm -hmm. queue so that nobody can join yeah then they try to it's the same thing why open up new story threads if this is meant to be the conclusion i 100 percent agree with you and that was that's another criticism i have of this movie is that um that exact reason so you're leaving these why with jana i liked the character of jana mm -hmm. you know she's another sort of uh, stormtrooper that yeah. rebelled that scene with lando didn't need to be there yeah. I don't think because you're just implying something that could be something, but we'll never know. Yeah. I At the end of... So, no, I didn't like the way... So that scene didn't need to be there. It, it, yeah. I, I, what I thought would be was maybe at the end, it will now, you will now find out that it was Lando's idea to send her to wait for them. You know, because the way, when they came into the planet, yeah. and it was like these guys were waiting for them. Mm. So well, they saw yeah they saw yeah, them coming. So, yeah. yeah, it was sort of like they knew they were going to come. At first, I thought it was this is one of the acts of God thing I had problem. With. How convenient it is that they landed where those people were and they had two speeders. Anyway, so I thought at the when they came sat down together, what it would be was that we'll find out that it was Lando that actually sent them, that he was actually his father or. Her father or she, he, they knew each other. Yeah, some, it was implied, yeah, yeah but, but it's never actually resolved. Yeah, but it's just like, what? Like, yeah. why? You know, so... so yeah, that's my thoughts on Finn, anyway. So I think he had a, a peculiar ending, but I liked his character in this movie. I just, they could have maybe expanded upon the Force thing. Yeah, it didn't serve any purpose. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's my problem. Yeah. Um, I'll go on to Poe. Now, Poe, I really love his story in The Last Jedi. I love his character arc in The Last Jedi because it's really powerful that he needs to learn that you can't just jump in an X-Wing and blow something up to save the day. It's it's more, it's about patience, it's about, you know, uh, sacrifice and just surviving until the next day to keep the fight going. And I, so I if it's still, I, I thought about it, I thought, yeah, I liked it, but then seeing it a second time, I'm kind of like, no, it didn't really fulfill that promise of The Last Jedi. It, he was still. It still seemed like Leia was in charge, and he's just second in command. And he's still impulsive, isn't he? He's still kind of impulsive. Um, you know, by the end, by the because in the final battle, he seems they're about to lose. He seems like I don't know what to do. And then obviously, all the ships come to the end, which was 
great. Yeah. What a that awesome moment that was. Uh, but yeah, and there was something. Now this is a canon thing, which uh, was a bit weird for me, who who has read the comics and stuff. Now we learn about Poe's backstory, mm-hmm. that he used to be a spice smuggler, which at, at first I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. I like that that he's got this backstory with Zori Bliss, which I love the character of Zori Bliss. Um, but then I was thinking, I was like, hang on a second. She said that he was a spice smuggler before she joined the Resistance, but in canon, in well-documented canon, in books and in comics, Poe was part of the New Republic Navy before he joined the Resistance. Right. So maybe they could explain in another comic that he was a spice smuggler before that. Yeah, or maybe he jo- he was he joined when he joined that battalion. He was maybe working in the kitchen. Yeah, or something. Yeah, or yeah. Like so that. I I don't know. That just sort of threw me off. Yeah, so I mean, the, the the entire film is riddled with just and it's. It feels like JJ made this film in a vacuum. Mm, Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, sort of like doesn't matter what what anything else. I'm doing my thing, and I'm gonna put whatever I want. It just kind of seemed like that. Yeah, I mean, at least one thing we can say he got right. Okay, oh, is the fan service, but we'll come to that. Well, yeah, yeah, I said I got. Yeah, I mean, I got loads of stuff <laughs> to talk about. Kylo, right? So similar to Ray, he's he's my favorite character out of this trilogy. Um, I did like. So the one thing I was worried about in this movie was his redemption. In theory, I didn't want him to be redeemed, but I was kind of like, he's going to be redeemed. That's it makes sense for him to be redeemed. It's all about execution. And I liked it. Mm. I liked how he was redeemed. The, so that fight with Ray, uh, Ray stabs him. He sort of, she heals. But it's that connection with his mother, Leia, which is, and we'll get into Leia in a second, but I loved Leia's last moment that for her last bit of life, her last at life essence, she's gonna get, she's gonna use it to get through to her son. Yeah. One last time. Yeah, that and, was uh, and that just, it felt powerful for me. It felt so, so powerful. And then the scene after that, which I was not expecting to see him pop up. Hey, kid. Oh. And then <laughs> you see Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And then that scene between Adam Driver and Harrison Ford, it got me. Yeah, that was powerful. It was, it was powerful. And it's that moment where Ben realizes, and then when, he's, when he finally becomes Ben again, and he says, Dad. Uh, and he's like, I know. Yeah, that, he doesn't that's... need to say anything. He's like, I know. I didn't know Harrison Ford was going to be in the film. No, I didn't. They kept that they one kept very quiet. Yeah. yeah. So that it was a great reveal for me, and just that moment, that redemption, that moment stuck with me in the cinema, mm. especially the second time around because I've seen it twice. I, I was like, man, you got me there. So it was powerful. Yeah, but I mean, who we're talking about? Kylo. Kylo. I mean, slash Ben Solo. The thing about Kylo is, uh, to me, he never see his presence. He never, he never exude ex- ex- presence. He didn't have a, in my, in my opinion, he didn't have a presence. No, it was. But I think that's intentional. Maybe it was because maybe- he's mimicking. He's trying to be Vader. Yeah, but, but maybe, he's no Vader. Yeah, but even when he was at his prime, like even when he wore, got his max back on, or even when he was taking down those people in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He still didn't have presence. He just doesn't have presence. Even in scenes where you know the cinematographer is trying to portray him as a powerful person, it just just doesn't. Because come you know that, way. that he's flawed. I think it's because we know who he is as a character. But that Vader, I know his entire story. Put him on. I watched him last week at yours, and he, the way they presented him, 
he just has this intimidation. He was full, he was full on evil, yeah. Yeah, but, but I think but that. that's what I think. I don't think Kylo has ever been full on evil. Yeah, so that's why I think from the very get go, he's always been conflicted. Yeah, so that's the that, whole thing. That, that's for me. I love that. I love that he's such a conflicted character. Even you could even argue maybe even more conflicted than Anakin. As Vader. Yeah. Nah. Because I doubt Vader was. Vader had the spark of a little bit of light in him, but really for over twenty years he was bad and like very bad. Do you know? What I mean, he killed a lot of people. Kylo. Even though he was doing bad things, he was always wrestling with himself the entire time. Yeah, I, could, I, I think, you, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's just, I, it, it, maybe, like you said, maybe this is why maybe we love talking Star Wars. Exactly. Guys. Yeah, you're right. It's probably because I see his, him in his most vulnerable positions, States, yeah. states, and they never showed that with Vader and Anakin. They always showed the powerful side of him, which maybe that's why. Um, but. I just, I can't. You know, I liked where he, his story ended, more than more than Ray's. I think. I think yeah. I personally, I think they cheated. If either because the force always balances out. Mm -hmm. So if Kylo went, Ray was supposed to go. Or if Kylo is is Ray staying, Kylo well, needs to stay. This is the thing. So this is a bigger question, and I don't think anybody has a right answer. What truly is the balance of the force? The light side. When the right, when light, when darkness rises. The light rises to oppose it. Yeah, like we've been told. So I, I think it's more of a state of just being. So like there will always be the dark side of the force, but that like it, it's explained in I think the Last Jedi very well that there will always be powerful light and powerful dark, but that power does not belong to the Jedi or the Sith. It is just that it is. The Sith manipulate that power to cause even more death, even more terror, even more war. You know, and that's manipulating of the force. The Jedi don't do that. The Jedi just let the Force be. And if something dies, if it's hit time to die, they let it go. That's what Yoda always says. Mm. That what he's trying to so, tell Anakin, you know, it is the way of the Force. So you're saying the Force is like electricity. The, the Jedi have used it and connected their computers. The Sith have just used it and connected their TV. It, but the Force in itself is just amoral. It's just the Force. Yeah. You can apply it... To anything. To anything. So you can start your own order of the one. You can understand the force in a certain type of way and create your own order that isn't Jedi, that isn't Sith, and it will have its own powers, yeah, its own I, rules. I think so. And we've seen that in canon, that there are different divisions of the force and different religions. The force is still the force. Yeah, but people, people look at it in different ways. Yeah, because Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka, she, she, she's not a Jedi. Yeah, uh, but she's still a force user and yeah. a, force, a force wielder, mm -hmm. and not certainly, certainly not Sith. So. Exactly. So and yeah. she still used the force. She'll battle Vader yeah. as well. So this, I think, ultimately, this is what this trilogy is about. I think it's ultimately about the balance of the force, and what's it, and what the force just. Ah, nah. that, that's just my. That's for me. That's okay, That's yeah. just my overarching thing. Uh, so, well, as we get to the end of Rey and Kylo's journey, I, okay, I will say one criticism I have. It was the the kiss at the end. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was uh, kind of watching that scene. I was I was liking the scene, but then I was like, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and they did it. And for me, the kiss it just wasn't earned. Uh, like the, the look, we are very well aware 
there's a bond and a connection between Kylo and Rey, and and I love that connection. But to me, it was never passed off as romantic. Yeah, it was just a strong connection between like you two people can have a very strong and connection. Are, aren't Jedi not supposed to have these feelings? This, that, the, the, or not supposed to act on them? Yeah. Well, so what, is she not a Jedi now? Or? It's a blurry line, isn't it? It's a very blurry line. No, it's not. They're, they're Jedi are not supposed to act on their feelings. This is why... So yeah, but the, there's also, I there's also I think there's an element, we're getting deep into Force Talk here, that maybe they were wrong about that. Because yeah. the Jedi, I think, were, also, were wrong about a lot of things. No, they were wrong about it. Anybody should do what they want, the hell they want to do. Yeah. But she is a Jedi, so she... Is Maybe she wants to be a different kind of Jedi. Well, and you this tell, is, this, you this tell us the, this in the second to the well, last scene of the trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally know what you mean. Uh, I just think, yeah, the, the kiss wasn't earned at all. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It was. I, I actually, when that happened in the cinema, I actually spoke out loud. I was like, what the? Yeah. I said, I was like, no, no, no. no I, didn't, I didn't like that. No. I think you could have just ended it with them smiling at each other and then yeah. hugging and then Ben fades away. Yeah. Kind of because it kind of diminishes everything Ray had been doing, yeah, caring I, about I, him. I, I think it sort of diminishes her yeah, as a character that, yeah. um, of course, so it was all the guy saved call. her. Yeah. It was a booty call. It, 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 yeah. It's not nice. No, no, I, I didn't quite like how that went on. So the next big thing I want to talk about is the thing that's, let's talk the elephant in the room, Palpatine. <laughs> yes. Palpatine. Now we're all excited. Palpatine's coming back. And I said it, our last show before I saw the Rise of Coco, I said, they better like it needs to make sense why he's back and unfortunately it doesn't for me mm -hmm. i'm still i've seen it twice yep. and i'm still wondering how this guy's come back mm -hmm. uh so the everything with palpatine there was moment there's of course it's ian mcdermott as palpatine so there's going to be some fantastic moments but overall his place in the movie i was just confused by and there's some elements of it that i will i uh like like you said, I don't like using the term lazy writing, but there were some elements that was like, of course. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, the fact that it's not explained how he's come back, it's implied on the second viewing, I got that he, he says the same line as he says in Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. to, uh, the, the dark side has a power to many abilities, some consider to be unnatural. After he says, I've been dead before. Mm -hmm okay, you're kind of implying you've unlocked the secret and you've brought yourself back or whatever. But that's kind of it. And then, it, and then you know, this whole thing with I made Snoke. You made Snoke, you see a couple of Snoke clones and then that's it again. That, that's, that's not... Exp that's not exactly. That's it. That's not... Uh, okay. Exactly. Just so, so I'm a bit... What's going on here? And then... F and so he's been hiding for 30 years, building this entire fleet waiting awaiting like okay it makes sense that palpatine does that but i don't know it just feel felt a bit too easy yeah uh with the i i i, I sort of rolled my eyes at one point where it was it was it's not the first order was only the beginning this is now the final order and i was kind of like oh really <laughs> this is what I'm first order now not the final, final order. order so yeah it's got to be bigger and it's got to and then one thing that I really didn't like as well is when he ordered the Star Destroyer to destroy uh, Ki uh, Kijimi. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, of course 
They've all got mini Death Stars How now. Can, is Star Destroyer have a Death Star? And a whole on? entire fleet's got one. And I'm just kind of like, ah, what? Are we back at the Death Star again? You can't Cause make... Because I already had criticisms that they did another Death Star in Episode 7, Force Awakens, with Starkiller yeah. Base. I was like, eh, you didn't have to have another Death Star. Can't but, make people too powerful. And it just... It was kind of... It was too, like, you, like you said, too convenient, that, that point. Yeah, so... um. But <laughs> Ian McDermott as Palpatine, still every line he says is just so good. He's just, just I, I was just in awe. I was just, did you like did you like the thing that all the Sith are in him? Yes. You, I liked it. It makes like, and then so Ray would all the Jedi would be through her. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. It's a very it's um it makes sense. If the force is what it is then it makes sense that everybody will be in you because looking at you now, right now, it's not just you. I'm looking at 10,000 generations of people, isn't it? Because you'll get married, you'll have kids, they'll, they'll have kids, they'll have kids, they'll have kids, and that's that. So in you right now is a whole But this is generation. more spiritual. So exactly. So yeah. if it can happen, if it's, if it's can be, don't, you, I can believe it physically, mm -hmm. then of course the force, of yeah. course it makes sense for that to be the case. So that that was an easy hurdle. Yeah, yeah. The only th the thing I did like about Palpatine coming back though is when he realizes that Kylo the the uh, dyad of the Force because that's <laughs> when he says like ah oh, he realizes well I don't need you two anymore. No, I didn't get that. And then yeah, I got that, and he's like, and he sucks the power up, and I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense that he's bringing himself back because of they are so powerful together mm. they can resurrect he can suck their life force when and then he did you know that <laughs> the force oh, lightning me, throughout the, the entire best, fleet that was the best scene of the film yeah, that, was, I, the, that was, that was just like that's palpatine the right there yeah best scene of the film but when i i was saying to myself if i when i watch it again that's the one area that i didn't really understand what happened there suddenly his finger he said something which i didn't hear properly then his finger started to grow. Then see, he was sucking. So he was sucking their life out. Their life force, because he realized they were like the dyad in the force. Mm. And he says this hasn't happened for generations. Wow. So what was if he had succeeded, he would have sucked the life out, and he would have just lived. Yeah. Wow. And then just his plan was the final order was just basically destroy everything, wasn't it? Yeah. That effectively, it was just destroy everything. Uh, if you if there is one rebel in that planet, it just destroyed the entire yeah, planet. Yeah, everything. Just good. so that was his final order. Wow, wow. But yeah, so lots, man. This movie, I think this movie is going to be one that we're going to be talking about for a while. Yeah, like any Star Wars movie, really. And as 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 we should. But the thing is, I don't think it's going to be as toxic as the Last Jedi. It's not going to we'll be see, yeah. raving reviews. It's not going to be five star and all that. It's more. It's going to be about three stars. It's average is going to be three star. But the thing, the Last Jedi was kind of like that. The average was about. Okay, I say average. I don't mean the actual mathematical average. I mean the consensus. Remember what I said about the consensus yeah. feeling. It will be always be. This one will always it will tilt more. This one will really be in the middle. I'll see. I'll see we'll because see. I've already kind of seen things that I'm like, oh, like I've. I've We've no, already started to see some of the toxicity slip through. No, this film suffers from a lot. I yeah. mean, there were so many things. We only have how many minutes of the show? I mean, there's so many things I haven't, I had, you know, prepared to just talk about the film that were negatives. 
but we could we don't have enough time to get into them so one reviewer will pick one one reviewer there's so many things yeah. wrong with it the the, the sad but there's thing, also so many great things yes about it. yes that's why it's going to be in the middle so the last jedi I know I didn't I I feel it was a, I I didn't like it. I know like, you didn't. And that's so, cool. But man. this one is like I don't hate it. I just it's not like solo. It's like I know it's just one of those things where you don't love it, you don't hate it, you I just stay in the I middle. prefer it to solo because yeah, it course, was a of course. bit more exciting than solo by a mile. But yeah, but yeah, yeah but it's still I I have to say for me it's the weakest of the new trilogy. Just, just for me. Really? Yeah. It's, it's okay. the weakest of the new trilogy for me. I mean, no, no prize for what I think the weakest is. No, I, you, yours is the Last <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, uh, yours, yours, yours is Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. Yes, in that oh, order. And yeah. while mine is Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Well, I mean, we, we, we sh like you said, we will be talking about this film for a long time, but it is. Um, I don't know we might i think something came across my mind when i was watching it in the cinema and i think uh, it was like i think the extended cuts i think there will be an extended version it, it looked the edits yeah there might not be but the edits looked like there would be yeah yeah i, I can see what you mean i don't think that will happen might just, not happen. just because star wars never does that really yeah but it's just the way they edited it i remember what we said um earlier if you notice something in the edit the editor's editor has not done yeah. his job so the fact that i was seeing something there was some uh, things yeah. in, the, uh, in the edit yeah yeah so you're like either the editor made did but again i think it was job. just because the, it was i think a lot of that was like we just got to tell this story we just got to move fast yeah but to be honest i don't hate jj for this I, I really don't. I th no, I think I think he's he had the he, best. he had a monumental task. Yeah. you know I don't wish it's done upon anyone to yeah, honestly close a saga like this. But look, overall, I'm happy with the film. I enjoy this film. It's a good film, and it will be a film like every Star Wars film where I'll watch a thousand times, and each time I'll dig a bit deeper, trying to find all the little themes and everything and the emotional canon, which is what I love about these films. To me, this is one of those films, Star Wars films, where this is one of those films where you put it in the background and you just let it play because it has the the, the sound the music is really good the music I, we great. didn't talk about that enough but the music is really music's good music's fantastic yeah. you know and it's active it's you know they have a lot of colorful scenes so it's it's an active film so to me i see this as this is one of those you put in the background and you just do something else nothing serious because you don't want star wars playing when you doing anything serious but maybe you're packing clothes or doing your washing you just put it in and that's what i'm thinking about yeah i'd still be gravitated and just sit down nah, it doesn't this one won't grab me like that rogue one do mm. that will grab me yeah for, for me all of them because like there's even phantom menace and attack of the clones which i think are worse than i think it's worse than the rise of skywalker if even if that's on i'll be like ooh. I'll sit down. I'll do I like this scene. I'll sit down. <laughs> yeah, of course. You always, you always get yeah, that. Yeah. I am going to consume during the Christmas holiday. You gave me a Watchmen pack and I'm going to consume that. So I don't think I'll have time to oh, watch it again. I'm, uh, I'll make time. Star Wars first, everything else after that. Yeah. I'll be going at least five times. The problem is you can't make time. They make the time. You have to meet the time. That's why streaming is so cool because oh no i tell people they say oh uh, we're having dinner at seven i'll be like i'll be there at nine after star wars <laughs> nice it's just the way it is man this is the way this is the way <laughs> so on that note 
see you next year, guys, and we hope you have a lovely Christmas and New Year, and we'll all be back with some more reviews and some more episodes on Film 7 Podcast.